0: And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael.
1: All right, folks um, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number twenty four right now. We are uh, gonna do our first episode of the fan experience series and we have uh, our good uh, our good buddy Sarah Emerson here to join us. How are you doing? Good, How are you guys? Doing good. Awesome. I know uh, little Jimmy over here is a little pissed. He missed Zappa, plays Zappa, but who cares? (laughs) Yeah, it's Zappa. Zappa. He's dead. Um, So uh, why don't we jump right into this? So how long, what was your first fish show? Like how long ago was it? What was, what year were you uh, first uh, delving into that experience?
2: So I am not a really great statistician. Uh, I got I got curious about my stats only like recently. Um, so I have tried to put some things together, but the first show that I remember is uh, November 1997 in uh, Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, it was a very memorable experience.
0: How did you decide Massachusetts?
2: So uh who got me into fish was my high school boyfriend um and his family his family were all big deadheads and into fish and I went with their family on like a thanksgiving trip out there where I think his like mom's family lived and we went out I think I was uh let's say 97 I think I was a sophomore in high school probably okay mm-hmm. i don't think i was a freshman i think i was a sophomore in high school and uh we went out there and um fish happened to be playing there so me and him and his brother went
0: I'm trying to look up the set list here okay
1: what, so <laughs> what uh when, when you went in there, have you, know, you said that, you know, you had been exposed to a little, now, have you been, were you listening to them at the time or was this like a whole new thing and you thought, Hey, it's new and I'm going to check it out. Kind of a thing. Yeah, or?
2: It was pretty new, you know? Um, I hadn't really, you know, I had heard them and stuff like that. I probably listened to some studio albums and stuff like that. Um, they were really into it. So I was like, cool, let's go. So I don't know if you guys know about this helping friendly app, but there's an app on a phone that you can like plug in shows that you've seen and it kind of gives you a rundown. So recently I tried to put my uh, show information in, although there's some like 98 is like a lost year. I don't know what I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw some stuff in 98, but I don't have any proof of that.
1: (laughs) I think they played it (laughs) a whole
2: lot of memory of it.
1: I think they played at the Palace in '98. If I'm yeah, say like
2: right. I think that there was like a Palace, Deer Creek, Alpine Valley run that I probably mm-hmm. did. Maybe I don't know. It, it's a lost year. I'll just say. Sounds
0: that. sounds fun. Sounds like yeah. You fun. can tell it's a good uh, a good, <laughs> a good tour when you don't remember any of it. So
2: okay, so my most memorable experience of, of my first show was what show
0: was it? It was in it was a uh, in November.
2: It was November 29th, 1997.
0: Okay, I got it here. Yep. Go ahead.
2: And uh, I think it was the 29th. And they played the hour and a half or whatever Runaway Gym.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. Second set opener. Yeah. That's the first song you heard live, isn't it? Yep. Oh, cool. I thought they were saying rolling, rolling in. I was singing along (laughs) with Like a lot of these people probably thought we were moronic. I was screaming at am jumping around. I was, I was like, I was a freshman and it was an incredible. But go ahead, get back to where it was
2: that? in Detroit? It was
0: at uh, uh, the palace 99. Yeah.
2: 99, yeah. Was I there? Probably
0: a lot of people were there from Rob, my sister, a couple kids I knew from school. But yeah, it's a real eye opener. December when 2nd, pregnant.
2: 99 yep yeah I was there yeah that's cool. It's fun to like go back and see like you know Chris and I didn't know each other like seeing what shows we were at the same
0: time and stuff that's fun so oh, yeah that's interesting
2: yeah isn't that so um yeah so that show I, you know and I was a little like you know an hour and a half song is kind of an experience so <laughs> um that was my probably a memorable first show and uh, I remember liking it and just kind of being into it and then, Um, there was sort of a crew, um, of people that then we all would see shows in high school. And then in, uh, we, a bunch of us went to Western together. So nice kind of continued, you know,
1: what, uh, what was, what's no, it's all right. What's your favorite, um, you know, out of all the, the venues that you've seen them in, what was the one that was kind of like the best setting that you, you liked the most?
2: I will you know I guess I have like a really weird sort of memory about the um like a Cincinnati video. I wouldn't necessarily say it was my favorite one, but for some reason it always sticks out to me. It's the one that has like like I always remember it being like this bridge that crosses over and I think there was an old like who Concert that there was like a trampling situation coming out of this venues I think wow.
1: who or what something. year was that
2: I don't know it, it, there's a story about it that like people like rushed out and they couldn't get out because of this bridge I think it's Cincinnati because
1: uh um, Kevin and I saw them in Cincinnati in oh two I believe when they came back from their hiatus yeah um, and uh, we saw both that was actually we were traveling we were both juniors in high school we were taking greyhounds to see them. Uh, we saw him two nights in, at the U S bank arena, which what you're saying, it was on the river right across the bridge from Lexington. Yes. Um, that's actually a cool venue. I did like that venue. Actually, those were some sick shows and we were pretty close The one. I think we were like fourth row in front of Gordon. That's
2: cool. You know, I've never really been close. Like I don't have this, like any really kind of in, like super incredible experience like that at all. Um, I don't even know if I really have an experience of them. You know, they used to go through parking lots a lot on different like truck beds or golf carts, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't, I don't know that I, I really have ever had that kind of experience with them. So that's cool. When I saw uh, Trey recently in Grand Rapids, that was the closest for sure I'd ever been.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Like front row.
2: That was awesome. It was great. Like, I I was like, I'll probably never get this close again because it's intense. It's so intense. Yeah. Yeah. Up there and get up there, and people are really serious about it. So.
1: And a little Jim will poke your fucking eyes out. <laughs> yeah. You want to be like the fan, but you also don't want to be like, ah, you know, like, uh, I think we, we saw oyster head at the Hill auditorium, Kevin I and I, there. We,
2: were, yes. we, we
1: were playing hacky sack out in front and lo and behold, their bus is right there. And we see him walk out. It's like, should we approach these fuckers? I don't know. No, I won't. Yeah, I was actually I'm just going <laughs> to see the show
2: I that show. I remember that because I remember like Les Claypool and those goggles. Just yeah. You, you know? know?
1: I was stuck behind a pole. But I was pissed. All oh, like a column. I, I fucking that was. I was dancing sack, but the seats were just fucking terrible there.
0: Yeah, I think we switched though and let you. Yeah, we, yeah, watch we switched around. So, so I was, I was oh, bitching a little the bit. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: What, so, uh, other
2: venues, you know, uh, deer Creek was fun. Um, because we would camp and just, you know, they usually do it a couple mm-hmm. nights there. So that, that were, I remember just being fun for that aspect of it, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, uh, I've, never be- I've never been there before.
2: Yeah, that was cool. I have a few pictures of it. I like remember the campsite and you could just like walk in down kind of a dirt road. So that was just, you know, that's always fun when you can hang out and then, um,
1: I've seen one show there. It's pretty close here to Chicago. I like yeah. it. I've only seen one show show there though. What, yeah. Wisconsin? No, it's Indiana. Like right oh, okay. like, probably like, you know, hour, hour and a half. hmm
2: And then um of course the Nutter Center. So cause it's small watch out now.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: So I saw uh I saw them there twenty years ago and then saw him there again 2017 so that was really that was was cool they
1: just played there yeah the the last little run
2: yeah so i got to see him there both times and that's kind of cool because it's small kobo i saw him at kobo that's yeah we
1: were there we uh (laughs) that's uh when we were all you know hanging around like me kevin jay chris i mean we were all fucking there uh, that was actually, I liked that show. The foam, I think, uh, from that show was really good, if I recall it right. And that actually was the last concert at Kobo um, uh, Arena as well, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Um, yeah. Oh, that's
2: cool. Yeah. And, then, um, it, like, and then, of course, there was Big Cypress. So that was...
1: Oh, you went to Big Cypress, huh? Well,
2: no? Yeah, I did Big Cypress. So that was super memorable and, um, and cool. You were, to,
0: you were live on Channel 4? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I do remember that we were all doing the meat stick on
0: channel.
1: <laughs> yeah, what did he? What did he tell everybody to say? Perfect, che- cheese steak or or what? Did, or not cheese steak? He said something. Uh, everybody, he told everybody to say something as soon as um, you know the cameras turned towards everybody. I forget what it was. It was some something. I think it was like some food or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, the real yeah. so. Yeah. We- what did they play? A, I think they played a seven hour set. What was that like? We're, we're, yeah, you know.
2: that was intense. Um, it was, I mean, it was just hard to, uh, you know, not really like get through it, but I mean, obviously
0: <laughs> I understand what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's hard out there with no shower and it's just, you know, it's,
2: yeah, you just got to kind of sit there the whole time, but it was a blast. It was really fun. You know, I, I, um, you know, I just remember like the crowd and a lot of like the woods that were set up there and sort of the shakedown area. And, um, and then it was just, you know, a big field and you got like, you got to see almost everything. I mean, because going like, there were so many songs that I had seen. And, um, you know, again, I hate to say it, like it's, it's hard to remember it all. It was, it was long, Mm -hmm. but I mean, there was of course like the hot dog thing. And then they brought up some, some guy from like the,
1: yeah, the oh, chief where they do.
0: I was just going to ask, wasn't it on an Indian reservation? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Seminal Indian reservation.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> I remember like the wait. There's always those pictures of like the wait and everybody like trying to get into the venue. And I don't really yeah, remember that yeah. being that intense. I think we had pretty good timing with that. I feel like the people that I like would do tours with and stuff, they were like kind of really experts. And I was just kind of always along for the ride and they always planned things really well.
1: You, uh, yeah, you and, uh, Marchetti, I don't know if you know James Marchetti, you guys are the only ones I know that have gone to big Cypress.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was fun. I, what year was that? 99. So I was graduating high school that year. Um,
0: that was like three weeks after the show I saw, or you saw too, the December 2nd.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cause they
0: played. And they were pretty on then from what I remember, but again, I had nothing to compare it to. So. Yeah. Did
1: you, did you like the festival? I mean, we, we went to see it and I loved it It was probably my favorite experience, uh, just because of the openness and the freeness of it. And, um, you know, it was just one big like consciousness experiment kind of, um, Whoa, but bro. when you, uh, <laughs> when you were at big Cypress, like, do you prefer the outdoor festival kind of a feel or do you prefer indoor? I'm kind of mixed myself on it. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think, you know, of course, like, I guess people say the sound quality is better indoor and stuff like that, but I mean, yeah. I like being outdoors. I enjoy that more, you know, I think that's really nice. Um, and then, you know, the, the festival, I think, has its pros and cons. Like, I liked being there because you're just kind of there and you don't have to get in the car and drive after. And you, it's more of an experience with your friends and stuff, you know, because you're camping and you get to hang out and just kind of be really present and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I like, that was what I liked about Deer Creek because we got to camp and hang out. And, you know, that's that's really what it's always been about is, like, the connections you make with people and You know the p like i have this like connection with the people that i did that with even if they're like not my super good friends anymore we don't spend a lot of time together like i have a really strong connection with them still you know and like we'll see each other at shows and it's really i mean that's really what it's all about you know
1: Mm -hmm. and i've got a few people like that where i'll be like damn i've seen that guy like a ton of shows he's probably lives in some weird state i don't even know who he is but we always say hi to each other you know
2: buddies yeah totally (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's fun. It's, um, you know, that's to me what it's about and it's continued to be about my life. You know, um, like I remember taking my, my little brother to his first show in in Chicago
0: and, oh, got to name the the date and the year. (coughs) All right. Hold on. And every song
1: with teasers.
2: (laughs) So this, this like remains one of his favorite shows. Okay. September 22nd, 2000.
1: It's my B day.
2: Is it? This show is awesome. If you ever get to listen to it, it's super awesome. It was great. Um, And I got to take him so that that's like a bond that we share because he was, he's always been into the music and when we go to shows together, it's always fun. And um, so that's really cool. And then of course um, you know, now Chris and I, my husband, we like to go to shows together and stuff. So that's something like a connection we have and something fun we like to do together. And, uh, you know, get tickets and go do something fun. So we like that.
1: Yeah, I, think, I think we've had him on the show once or twice. Yeah, you guys know him, right? Yeah. <laughs> was that was that show the twenty second or twenty
0: third?
2: The twenty second we saw. This is an awesome yeah. show. If you ever get to go back and uh, listen to it, it's re- it's really great. Um, it's got some really good stuff in it. But um, like me, yeah, I just, I mean, I just pulled it up here. Right? Oh, nice, Hogan.
0: There it is. Look okay. it. But I gotta, I gotta talk for the <laughs> listeners of you. It's to, be able to view boop boop, boop doo, doo, doo. Yeah. Right, There you go. I I think everybody's seen it long enough. But look that up if you if you haven't got a chance. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. That actually,
1: yeah. that Allstate Arenas—that's the same place where I saw my first show too. Is it really? Uh, yeah, I got a I got a Rift opener. That was actually a pretty good show.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Amazing. If this is your first, if this is someone's
0: first show, and they don't end up liking them, they're definitely not a fan because this
1: is yeah. Tube, My brother like, still talks sick. about it. Yeah, tube
2: sick. Yeah, there were some really great things there. Um, so that what's was the, really cool.
1: What's the weirdest thing you've ever like? Weirdest thing you've ever seen or experienced? Or um, I know Kevin when he was at the um, uh, Palace show in '99, some dude uh, jumped off the balcony and then fucking caused quite the stir. And they left because they were so traumatized. Yeah,
0: I wrote a short story about it. Did you? Months. Yeah. it's uh, Well, just being there, like being a kid, going there you for wrote a time. Haiku. Yeah, yeah. I thought, thought smoking pot was like the craziest thing you've ever could even fathom. And and then you go there and you just see this different world. It's almost like a culture shack.
2: Yeah. You know, that experience for me was probably like the um, first aid tents in, uh, at Big Cypress,
0: Oh, I can see that. That was a
2: weird thing. So I think when people (laughs) would be freaking out and they'd be in there, and that was probably a little weird. Um, That to me, those are like the kind of the freakiest things. Sure. Um, In terms of like uh, characters, I saw them at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. Hold on. When was that? I have a poster of it somewhere.
0: I'm sure all the coops come out.
2: May of 2000. Okay. So um, yeah, and so like there were just like people just went all out in like costumes and like, but just for no reason. Like it wasn't Halloween or anything like that. And like, mm-hmm. so there were a lot of characters at that show. I remember that, um, and that was, was just obviously a cool venue to see them too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, these are a the couple of doozies. Yeah, like the chick from uh, Bittersweet when they're in Albany, and uh, she's got like the fairy, the fairy wings on and stuff. And the guy's like, "What's going on?" Yeah, It's yeah. about like freedom and, and love.
2: Yeah, I remember there was a guy like handing out these like alien like glow sticks and like it, yeah. it, there was just a lot of characters there, you know. So that's always kind of fun and and just fun to like people watch and yeah. Um. So and then you know like uh the. Like stage antics, I I think I don't. I couldn't tell you what show, but I'm pretty sure I've seen Fishman play the vacuum, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've seen
0: that a couple times. It's yeah, that's wacky.
2: Yeah, it's kind of fun. And then um, other than that, I don't. I don't know. Like, I have not seen a Halloween show. That's kind of, and I have not seen a New Year's show. So, I kind of would like to do that at some point.
1: Right. Yeah, I wanted to do a New Year's show. That'd be cool. The last Halloween yeah. one they did, I think, was that like Disney thing that they did, where they did it all that, <laughs> that Disney. <cat>. Yeah, that <laughs> Disney album thing. They
0: still play the fucking songs from that man. They love that <laughs> stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, look, let's face it, they're pretty fucking badass. And, and I think, uh, anybody that truly understands music or music theory, or even just as just into music in general, like, you know, good deep tracks, I think they can appreciate it, you know, whether they're huge fans or not. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people get drawn into it too. You know, everybody's like, Oh, this is different. This isn't, you know, Rihanna. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: yeah, it's, it's just fun. Like I, just feel super uplifted by them and um you know just love to listen to their music and and it's just been something that i've shared with people that i've loved and it's it's just a good experience it's a fun hobby and thing to be interested in and uh i just i really like it in terms of live shows and
0: well they that improv factor when we were at in grand rapids and we were at the restaurant. The girl was asking who we were seeing. It. I was explaining explaining to her that it was improvisational rock and roll. They make up, you know, different solos every night. And she's like, oh, that's crazy. Like, blew her mind.
2: Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, what
0: is that? But, hey, Maisie, hold on one second. Someone wanted to say hi to you.
2: Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's
0: going on? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. She's like, a, she's like
1: a, what did she say? Something that's like full of freedom and love. It's something that it all kind of
0: yeah. melds together. <laughs>
1: Why is she yeah, I get why she's holding her finger up, but why is she holding it like she's about to drop something onto her tongue, you know, <laughs> but she already did that, man, oh yeah, look at those pupils, those things are dilated
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: all pupil um but yeah you, you know, in terms of uh freak out stuff, uh you know, I recently this last summer at the Chicago shows had a little bit of incident, my fiance kind of <laughs> just passed out and took a tumble like head first I thought I was gonna have to perform CPR and stuff and I think it was just like low blood sugar and just the crowd and lo- like lots of different factors I guess but Did the music just come over or- you- yeah yeah
2: into it, or is this her first time
1: oh no, no no we've seen we've seen fish together like four well she's I mean I've seen them obviously a bunch but she's seen them with me I think like four or five times we've saw the Clarkston shows together we saw um, the Chicago shows um couple different times. Yeah. So, I mean, she's, she's not a newbie. She doesn't, she's not obviously into it as, you know, I am, or even, you know, us and, you know, but, uh, she definitely appreciates it. I just think that it was just like a, a weird freak thing and she was fine after that, but it definitely freaked me out. And we had to like leave yeah. during this epic simple, but at least I got to hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's so. actually a pretty interesting concept. Have you ever been alone? Cause Maisie left me there and then I was pretty much alone. <laughs> I was just walking around I didn't. I didn't know what to do. I mean, it was the longest simple. Or that what was you happened. helped
1: though. You you got her a piece of pizza. That helped get get the blood sugar flowing again and everything. So, no, that was but just it's the
0: longest simple. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, they were long gone by the time that happened. But no, we were we were standing. What we were doing is we started to walk out, and then it was like she couldn't really walk that well because she was still kind of out of it. I don't know if you've ever like fainted from blood sugar, but like it takes a while to get. Um, Back, you know, in your right mind. Um, So what we ended up doing was like waiting where the the guard, you know, where you walk out the turnstile things. And we were just standing there. I was holding her as we were listening to the music. And then we walked out because I think that was the last song of the set. And then we just left um, because we wanted to obviously get away and get away from the crowd. So
2: that is crazy yeah that's it and it can be intense like that's one of the reasons i like outdoor venues i feel like you do feel like you have a little more space and like when we were at that tray show up close it was it was intense like we were we were all laughing because we're like yeah we got so close but there was a price to pay for that you yeah, know it's too
0: much for me now I yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, i'm done I, I saw it i saw it close a couple times and yeah actually,
1: yeah we got real close the second night in chicago a little too close Had a little meltdown of sorts so. <laughs> <laughs> people, people push in and throwing fucking elbows and shit. I mean, it's getting intense. Some of these young fuckers are just out of their minds, you know.
2: Yeah, you know, I just read this this interesting article with uh, Trey's daughter, his his younger daughter.
1: Was it Isabella Anastasia?
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, what's her name? Eliza?
1: I don't know, maybe something. I th- I, um, I only know Isabella
2: Anastasia
0: uh, Anastasia.
2: <laughs> Is that her name? I don't think. No, he's, he's making. Sweet, it, he's
0: huh? just. i'll find out right now
2: so i i read this article because you you almost never hear from them i feel like like you know their lives are fairly private but anyway i i came across this article and it was really interesting because one of the things that she talked about the most was um just like the 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 fans who just like get too intense or too critical and um, like how much she tours with them and stuff and, um, just kind of the fan base and how they're just like, they're super critical and it like just gets intense like that. And it kind of takes away from what it's all about, you know? Oh,
1: so I was, absolutely it, agree. I have I felt that the last two years for sure. I felt that energy that you're talking about.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. I try to always go and just, yep, there they are.
1: Here's a, here's a picture of them.
0: So. Yeah. I think he only has daughters, right?
2: Two daughters, yeah. Um, two
0: of them. So this must be his wife and the daughters.
2: Yeah, yeah. And she, I think his wife had been around from like the very beginning. Sue is her name. Yeah,
0: yeah. she. I know he was married in uh, Great Went because he like he has his daughters when he gets off the plane and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean it, it it's it's almost like the Jerry thing. These people go to these shows, they take all kinds of drugs and then they have these religious experiences and then they look at these guys as, as, as deities or whatever.
1: It's well actually what it is. that's that interesting. You say to that. pay, Do you have you ever had a spiritual experience out of it? Like forget, you know, all anything hoaxy, but have you ever had any sort of like mental breakthrough or some sort of consciousness breakthrough or anything like that?
2: I mean, I I don't I don't know. I can't say that I really have too much. Uh, I think that the experience for me is really about like I think like Trey especially and even like in his solo stuff, I think what probably strikes me the most is just how number one fun it is to remind me to have a little much like fun in life. And it, it, it just sort of lightens you. Um, so I think it's more that like, it's, it's like this time to like breathe and enjoy and have an experience of being uplifted by something and really watch people sort of share their gift. And I think especially like seeing Trey band and stuff like that lately, um, you know, like all his songs are about like joy and this kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but you know, even, you know, songs like bathtub gin and just the silliness of it. I think that just not to take life so seriously, I think is probably my, my biggest sort of blessing that I get from them, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's tough. Like for me, you know, I, like, I think most people just go to the show thinking, okay, I want to hear this or I want to hear that. and, And you just have a good time no matter what. Um, there's been a couple times where I may or may not, have been you know out of my mind a little bit and i may or may not have warning you know,
0: warning <laughs>
1: <laughs> danger um but uh yeah so i've had a couple of epiphanies uh one of which had nothing to even do with music it's but it was almost like the experience brought it on kind of a thing um and then the other one was about the music so um i think um you know in terms of their music it does have some sort of spiritual quality to it if you listen to their lyrics some of their lyrics are weird but a lot of them have interesting deeper meaning than you think they do Um, and then the other thing is is their actual music is written and composed really well so they do a lot of changes and a lot of stuff that give you the chills or the goosebumps whatever you call them um, and give you take you to that place that um, you know, like a harmonic convergence and everybody's on the same page. It's not just the band, but it's the band and the crowd that are on the same page. And it's just this unique, um, melding of, of, you know, consciousness and everybody's participating. It's, it's really fun.
2: Yeah. I think that's, that's just huge. Is like the energy of that and just really enjoying, you know, all of that, like they have to offer and, and, you know, being critical, like are there are, shows you see and you're like, Oh, wasn't like really feeling it or something like that. But I feel like they're the bigger moments are the moments where you go in with no expectation and you just have a blast and you just get really picked up by it, you know? And, um, and that's just so fun. And then when you get to experience, I know, um, the more recent show that they played at, um, I call it Pineab because I'm old.
1: Yeah, we all call um, it that. Down with Detroit yeah. sells shirts that says "I still call it Pineab." Everybody buy one.
2: Oh, do they? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they that last show in 2011 was awesome. Like we just had a blast, and um, it it just was like you know we went and we just went to go have fun, and it just it just picked you up and you. And that that I think is the, the when something lightens you and you don't have to be so serious about everything, I think, is a is a sp- spiritual thing in and of itself, because, um, you know, we're stressed out people and we we got to let loose. And it's in it, you know, and not about, you know, the drugs or whatever right. else is on the scene, you know.
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I've been uh, going back to the festivals. I've been run down and just felt like shit on, you know, the last day. And as soon as that music starts, I don't, I don't know, changes. Yeah. I don't know if it's changing actual chemistry in my brain, but I, my mood lifts. I feel better when that groove starts. Like you were saying, Mike, you know, you get the chills and mm-hmm. I don't know. It change, it, it, music therapy is a definitely, a, a, you know, a real thing. It's, it's these vibrations that I think rule us all. And when some, when, you know, they, when those guys are together putting that vibration out into that crowd, it's, it's affecting everybody and then, like you said, it's a collective thing. So
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's not about how close you are or you know, I mean if they play a song you've been wanting to or that you you know, you might have said they were gonna play, that's that's a lot of fun. But <laughs> your
0: really brother cool. called this the opener at the Trey show. That was yeah, awesome.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean that's always fun, but it, yeah, it's it's uh it's just a great time to go and see them and um and really see them doing well and you know, when, when they're playing together it's fun and I've never seen anybody else in their solo uh, tours except for Trey. Have you guys? Did you guys see Mike Gordon when he was here?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've seen him with other projects. I've seen uh, Jazz Mandolin Project when Fishman did that. Um, and I saw Vita Blue at bon- the second Bonnaroo, um, which was Paige's first offshoot with the Spam band, band All-Stars and everything. Yeah. Um, oh, and
2: yeah. that was
1: that was some awesome... Yeah, you saw it too. You were there. Uh, Kevin, you were there. Um, But, uh, yeah, they played Sheep, Pink Floyd cover, fucking unbelievable. Uh, Anybody that's never heard that from that bonnaroo, you should listen to it. It's pretty good. Um, So, but at the end of the day... (laughs) do you i'm 33 i'm I'm not that old but i feel old i now i look at it like people that that go to whole tours like how the fuck do you do that because if i go to like two shows in a row i felt like i just went to vegas for the whole fucking weekend
2: i know absolutely yeah it's hard to do like i was like seeing people go to all the baker's dozen shows and it was just like oh my god that would have been intense
1: you ha- i i oh. i'm just making this a point you'd have to be on drugs i believe to go to all
0: or Oh, hundred percent not like i wouldn't drink i'd have to get up every day run like, eat, run. Yeah, <laughs> eat. like
2: super yeah. like fit to do it yeah
1: absolutely there's just no <laughs> you gotta train for this shit There's yeah. just yeah it's like run. yeah it is it's training for a marathon. that's what that hear? is yeah but yeah to,
2: and the in the live streams are awesome chris and i have done a bunch of live streams now that we have a daughter and everything it's hard to you know always get up and go to stuff but uh so we enjoy the live streams, and that's been really fun, too.
1: I like it because yeah, you can definitely. see more stuff than you normally. Know. I mean, obviously, it's not the full experience, but you can actually see, it's like watching a sporting event on TV. You see more of the action. You know, you can see more things.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. well put together. They got a bunch of cameras. It's 4K. It's sick HD. It's good.
2: Yeah, it for sure is. And sometimes you're just like, okay, now I don't have to drive home and deal with the crowd. And right. <laughs> mm-hmm. so right. it's, it's good. It's I mean, that's. That's a lot of fun. So I'm glad that they have those and they offer them, you know, a lot of times for free. And that, that's that been really, that's been fun for this stage in life.
0: Yeah. I, there's a lot of times where I find myself at concerts and I, I just look around and I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I, I, I I don't even want to be here. I, I mean, I want to hear the music, but uh, this is a pain in my ass. C- c- certain shows, it's always worth it. but What about that Blink-182
1: show that you went to?
0: Well, I wanted to learn about aliens and it's gonna taught me nothing. So
1: Oh, Tom DeLong, aliens. Um, <laughs> so you know, let's uh, we're wrapping it up here, but on our way out, let's let's each give our favorite fish tune and, and no pussy out. Yeah, you don't can't say, even do this, man. No, Every no, time you try and put no, labels on you this don't shit. no, you don't say, Oh, I got two or three. You tell me your favorite fish tune and we're gonna do this. So let's hear it, Sarah. All
0: yeah,
2: right, I'm, I'm gonna... going with Harry Hood.
1: That's, oh, a, man. that's a fucking great pick, actually. Yeah,
2: I'm the one with
0: hood. That's solid. The hood from a live one is uh one of the a very nice piece of art.
1: We actually got lost in the car listening to it. True story. <laughs> in gross no. point. In gross point. We didn't know where we were. But seriously. <laughs> that, now that's moronic.
2: Now I've seen it seven times on this app. You can put in all, you can plug in all your shows, and they give you your stats. The song I've seen the most is uh, "Down with Disease."
1: Yeah, that's a classic. You yeah, know, actually, but-
0: you know what's a better question is what's your worst song? Oh. Uh, your least favorite.
2: Well, I I think
0: I I know what yours is.
2: Do you know my? I have two.
0: Yeah, it starts with drums and it's about birds.
2: Okay, so I've been been having a comeback with birds of a feather. Okay, the jams are funky. This is the thing, I've been starting to enjoy it a little more because I think what happened was I was on a tour where they just played it so much that I was like, "Eh," you know, I got stiff.
0: Yeah, that was 98, right?
2: Probably. The yeah, love, like,
0: I mean, they just wrote it, they're going nuts with it,
2: yeah. And so, but now it's like when I hear it, I've been liking it a little bit more. But my two least favorite songs are Waiting in the Velvet Sea, which I think that's an obvious choice, and then Prince Caspian.
0: Okay. Oh, hmm. there's a yeah. lot, dude, there's so much worse than that. <laughs> oh. All right, what about you? What's your best, best, and worst? Um, you, I'll go with you, enjoy myself as number one. But my favorite all-time jam is probably Reba. That's
1: that's some good picks. Yeah,
0: and then uh, worst. I'm just thinking of what song would it, if they played it as an encore or something. Would I just flip uh, something like a Joy or I don't know anything off their last two albums?
1: Okay, all right, that's some good stuff. All right, uh, for me, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say Lizards. That fucking second piano yeah. solo is fucking yeah. nuts. I love that. It gives me chills. Yeah, uh, that's a chill cool song. Um, calm, calm down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then I guess my worst one I want to say I freaked out on at one and I didn't like it and I thought I was going to enjoy it and i did and it was big black free creature from mars yeah that's
2: just a, it's a hard one it's to really
1: listen. dark and weird it's just not and actually everybody loves karini karini had a lumpy head is not that the jams are unbelievable but the song is a little annoying to me just just yeah. my opinion
2: i yeah. love i'm a lover of karini
0: yeah that's a rock she had a lumpy head so I mean, no. it gave me a, gave yeah. me a lumpy issue <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean look at this stuff. Winter Queen. I like Winter Queen actually. That that oh, change, yeah. that five, cadence, five, and that five. song is really good.
0: The line. It's all not it's all subpar.
1: All right, let's let's stop the <laughs> line right there and then this thing. All right, Sarah, you are awesome. Thank you for coming hey, on. We're, thanks we're, for letting
2: me kick off the uh, fan encounter series. It's yeah,
1: great. we're gonna actually have you back on. We'll do a little bit something weirder next time. Maybe awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll
2: get into uh, it.
1: Delve into the psyche a little bit more. I like it. All right. Well, thank you for being on. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Peace. Bye.